Welcome back to Solace in the City. It's season three, which is wild. I can't believe I've had this podcast for almost three years now. That's wild. Um, actually, it'll be two years. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. But we're going on the third one. Um, but yeah, it's been like the longest hiatus ever. And I really missed producing episodes and sharing them with you all. So I'm really excited for... Uh, to this week's episode and these guests they're so awesome and I think you all will love our conversation and um, yeah I'm really excited to hop into it but before I do I wanted to give a quick shout out to Talkspace because they have been such an incredible partner and I am just so honored that they sponsor my podcast like it's a, literally a dream come true um, they're obviously you know working with some very famous people like Michael Phelps and Demi Lovato so to be even associated with those names is pretty mind-blowing but if you don't know about Talkspace it's probably one of the easiest ways to get started with therapy all you have to do is download their app and you can immediately start messaging with a therapist so if you've just always kind of been you know thinking about starting therapy and maybe something like sets you off one day and you're, you're like you know screw it I'm gonna get started Talkspace is such a great solution because you can literally get matched with the therapist and start texting them that day and then schedule live video sessions as well to kind of unpack what you've been texting. And just the quality of these therapists are incredible. They We have therapists licensed in all 50 states. Like I, I cannot just emphasize how awesome of a company this is and just what an amazing, you know, product they are creating that makes it therapy more affordable and accessible for everyone um, and I'm so honored to be able to give you guys a hundred dollars off your first month of therapy which is huge um, so if you enter the code Zoe at checkout you'll get a hundred dollars off your first month of therapy so again it's talkspace.com enter Zoe Z-O-E at checkout and you'll get a hundred dollars off and you know let me know if you try it and what do you think of therapy and I'm always you know excited to talk about something that I'm super passionate about but without further ado uh, here are my first guests, Max and Jack Barrett. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Solace in the City. Today, I'm so excited to finally be here with Max and Jack Barrett, who are the men behind the iconic brand and Instagram handle, Friday Beers. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Iconic? That's yeah, huge. That's I was going to take I was gonna take men as a great yeah. man. <laughs> I am an iconic man. Yeah. Man is a huge I mean, a I feel like boy. I've been following you guys for a while. Like, I've known about... I, I, I remember the, the first video I saw was like those little old men dancing do you know what i'm talking about yeah of course so, yeah, one of our favorite clients. go to yeah it's the only reason why we're popular <laughs> great well yeah, anyway, are- um why don't you start off by telling me a little bit about yourselves where are you from where'd you grow up how old are you each and yeah what's your story sure you want to do that 
All right, I'll do it. All right, so we're brothers. Uh, we're from, I'm Jack speaking, and Max is- This is Max. You recognize his voice. Uh, we're brothers. We have a third brother named Sam Barrett, who's also co-founder of Friday Beers. Um, and he, uh, we all grew up together in Greenwich, Connecticut. It's a town outside of New York City, sort of a commuter suburb town. Um, and we basically came together two years ago to start this account. It was like end of November, 2019. And uh, Max and I had been working for the last four or five years as like creative writing partners. We were really into this comedy writing. So we did like, we wrote movie scripts, ideas for TV shows. We did a lot of sketch comedy together. It was really sort of like our biggest passion. I would say like sports and comedy were like really the only and, things and we that, cared about. That was all on top of our day jobs. That's right. Oh, so wow. okay. we, were, we were working, we were pay, paying the bills through, uh, I was working in advertising. Jack was in uh, media. Yeah, I worked at a media production company. Uh, so we did like tangentially related things to entertainment where we were like sort of being able to support ourselves by doing creative writing. Like I was a creative writing major in college. Max went to advertising school after undergrad. So like we both- I actually first learned how to write in advertising He couldn't school. even spell yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's basically how we, we knew we wanted to do that, but we were really into comedy and we were doing a bunch of projects that sort of had various degrees of successes and failures. One uh, project we- We were just throwing a lot of shit, yeah. shit at the wall. Yeah. And sketch comedy scripts and, and seeing what stuck. Yeah. And, and what stuck was at the end of 2019, we decided to take all the same jokes and characters we created and been using in our comedy for a number of years and turn them into this Instagram format where we were able to take all of the like moments from movies and TV shows, from sports moments, all the great songs that we loved and turn them into little sketches, little mini stories with our own text on top of that. That's really all Max is doing because he's a, like an incredible editor. Yeah, I don't know how to write, but, but can edit, I like, can a edit. Fiend. <laughs> can add <laughs> closed <laughs> captioning. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, what we realized. It was just because a lot of people think, "Oh, you guys just woke up one day and started this account, Friday Beers," and it's it couldn't be further from the truth. Like all the the jokes and characters have been in development for a long time. It was just the presentation of them. Yeah, needed to be uh, a bit different, and that's in the Friday beers version worked. It, yeah, it really started court, especially because it had a, a great, it was a great format for people's attention spans. Yeah. So people really didn't have like the tolerance to watch like a two or three minute sketch that we used to put on Instagram for our old comedy group, which is called 27 comedy. But when we made like one minute action packed, like compilation mashup clip videos, the, the jokes really started to hit. So it really took off in, uh, 2020 essentially like all throughout the beginning early days of pandemic it got really popular we sort of worked our old jobs for that year and toward the end of 2020 we we realized this thing's this thing has big enough legs where we or has enough legs where we can turn it into a real real thing to do full time and that's what we're doing now we're we're turning friday beers into a media company and taking all of the culture and the characters and the inside jokes and making longer form stuff, making podcasts, doing events, making music, obviously selling merch, working with brands, talking to you on this podcast. <laughs> a lot, a lot wow, of I feel, feel famous. <laughs> no, that's so awesome. I mean, 
it's funny. I remember actually finding out that Sam, like, I didn't believe him when he said that he helped run Friday beers. He had to show me a screenshot of like when you press <laughs> on Instagram and it shows the extra accounts, you know, he had to show yeah. me a screenshot of that. I was like, bullshit. <laughs> I was like, no, like this is photoshopped, but see, I can't even do that. Cause they don't allow me to have the account on my phone. It's just Max and Sam. So if oh. you ever ask, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I promise. We don't <laughs> trust Jack enough yeah he's earning our trust yeah. yeah are all of the um characters based on like real people inspired by real people yes and oftentimes more than one person so okay. we when we sat down and we wrote them out it wasn't really like a one-to-one it was here is a perfect encapsulation of these type of guys in our lives so max mm-hmm. and i are close close in age we're 21 months apart and we hang out in very similar circles, I'd say, and have growing up for the longest times. And we had been making these same jokes about like, who's our big fellow? Who's our late night special? Late night special is actually somebody uh, Sam actually knew in college and we based around a lot of the characters. <laughs> uh, Max himself is a fringe guy and has been developing a fringe personality for a long time. So I mean, I mean, the whole point of Friday Beers is to destigmatize <laughs> being a fringe guy. Yeah. I'm trying to, it's okay. It's okay to be on the fringe, you know, I'm trying to normalize that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's why you started it. (laughs) You could trace back, trace them back to to actual people. And if we want to charge a subscription for this podcast, maybe we can offer a session where we actually (laughs) reveal the names and uh, people. Yeah, but there's there's no character that's a one-to-one. Oh, that is, you know, whoever from college or high school this it's, is senior it's, it's a combination i know way too many senior schneefs that it couldn't be limited to just one <laughs> yeah. when so when did you know like this was going to take off like was there a moment where you were like this is wow this is like people are really like this is resonating with a lot of people i mean there are a couple funny moments i remember um the first time I I ever really thought like oh this is like kind of getting crazy was my you know the first weekend or a couple of weekends we posted it was it was getting you know shared a lot and you know my my friends were talking about it and one Sunday my roommate was sitting on the couch and he was like yo all my uh, fraternity brothers are just like sharing this uh, meme page you gotta check it out and I was like what is it and he's like it's Friday beers Have you heard of this but like, your roommate yeah. said this. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's I make this, <laughs> and he was like, no fucking way, I don't believe you. Uh, and that's when I knew, like, it, it hit a nerve with kind of like the the uh, dude culture, and it was it was being widely shared amongst like our friends, and that's you know that's how we've grown. It's just through word of mouth and, and people sharing it with their buddies. So it was a, it was a pretty funny funny moment, but also like oh like an oh shit moment. Like this is this is this could be something. It's almost better when you hear from like regular people how much Friday beers means to them. I don't think it's one moment where we worked with a celebrity or got a big press mention. We haven't had many press mentions actually ever, but uh, or been you know, we never been reposted by like a famous person or a big account. We did work with like Haley Steinfeld and we have worked with a couple of like actors and, and comics and athletes, but it's when you find someone who's just like yourself, like me or Max, like another average person. Who's just like this account yeah. speaks to me on a personal level. I'm like, well, 
there are so many of us out there who get this type of humor. And that's what I know. I'm like, there, there's an, another on? moment where Sam and I were, uh, we were hanging out on a Friday and we we're going through the DMS and we saw this dude who is in Ireland. Uh, he sent us a photo or something. So we like, we FaceTimed him uh, through the direct message and we ended up just like drinking beers with a group of friends in Ireland. I like, love the account. <laughs> and another moment where you're just like, this is pretty surreal. Like, I don't know what's going on, but we're, we're connecting with a lot of people around the world. Yeah, no, that's so awesome. And I think one of the thing I one of the things like I love about Friday beers is is like that it's so relatable. Um, and then it's kind of like a combination of you know party humor, but also like a little bit of self deprecation, which I think everyone can kind of connect with. It also makes a lot of sense that you know you created these small short videos that blew up and like. Kind of like TikTok, like TikTok took off because in the pandemic, because they were like short videos that you could easily digest. Um, yeah. But I guess like how has your Instagram following, you said like, you know, it, you noticed that it really resonated with like dude culture. How did they respond to like what kind of DMs and responses were you getting initially? Uh, most of it was really, <laughs> like really, really supportive. It was almost like we had filled this void. There was like this, you know, this void in comedy where uh, a lot of like that type of bro humor kind of died out or went away. Uh, and people were kind of really afraid to touch it because I think it just, it, it wasn't uh, again, like presented in the right way. And, and what you said actually is a huge part of why people like Friday beers and that's the the change in tone that we've struck in party humor, bro humor. And it's no longer, you know, uh, punching down. It's no longer like making fun of people or being exclusive. We kind of just flipped it on its head and, and said, you know, everyone's invited to the party. Like we're self-deprecating. We make fun of ourselves more than anyone else. Uh, we're, it's a, like, we're all in this together attitude. So when we started making it, bro humor jokes with that filter on it and that's when people really started responding and like you know sending us dms and thanking us and uh that's when the whole handshake thing started like there's a lot of it's, it was it's all like pats on the back handshakes high fives like that is the culture we want to create not, not a culture where it's like oh like we're you know exclusive or we're the cool guys like we're the biggest losers on the planet now so we don't we have no uh, illusions about that it, you, you know when when someone will make a you'll see a meme online and it's t calling out a certain type of person and then somebody in the comments is like i feel personally attacked by yeah. this because they're sort of making fun of us of a type of person it's almost the opposite that we got on friday beers <laughs> because you said it you said it, zoe we our whole approach is you may, we were making fun of ourselves. We're saying, Hey, I don't know how to do my taxes. It's like, Hey, like I miss my ex-girlfriend. Like, Hey, like I am a barely a functioning adult and that's fine. Like we're all in this, we're all in the same place. And people would see Friday beers content and say, I think they would just say like, thank you for like, I feel seen, like not yeah. attacked. Like I feel and, and, and like, it's comforting. Good. I'm not the yeah. only one that like, going through doesn't the same know stuff. what the fuck is going on in their twenties. Yeah. <laughs> It's we're so 30s. Yeah, we're, we're both in our 30s. I'm 31. Max is 30. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it's it's so true. And I think 
a lot of, you know, like, especially, I mean, I guess, were you guys living in New York or in, in LA when you started? Both. I was living in New York. He was living in LA. Okay. Yeah. Because I at least know, like, from my experience living in New York and a lot of my friends, you know, the lifestyle is very work an insane week, sometimes even like Saturdays, and then like yeah. absolutely just go out and like really it's a form of release, you know? Like, yeah. and I think, and and then, you know, wake up with the funny stories and the text messages. And I think you really tapped into that and it, and, you know, normalize that, as you said, like it's okay to just mess up sometimes and, accidentally text your ex or you yeah. know drunk dial someone like and it's just so relatable but also and then you know then like take couple that with then like a pandemic where people are even like more confused I think it, it was like a kind of combination of just great content and great timing it, it, we've always made an effort to mirror try to mirror how people feeling how people are feeling and it's just based off of like how we're feeling, you know, it's like, we're, we're not going to, we don't have one note. Like we, we, uh, we try to adapt to like the, to read the room. <laughs> yeah. And when, and when people were in the beginning of 2020, like March, 2020, when COVID, there was so much unknown about COVID. So everyone was in their house. There's nationwide lockdowns. Everybody was wondering what the fuck were we going to do? Uh, and everybody was drinking like in their houses and going on zoom calls with their friends. And that was what we wanted to mirror is it wasn't commence suckdown, it was commence solo suckdown. <laughs> the uncertainty we were all going through, we needed to make sure people were laughing about because at the end of the day, it's just about being able to laugh at all of these experiences you're going through. Yeah. Def I guess. So my, my next question is kind of more related to like the mental health part obviously it's like a mental health podcast and it's something I'm, I'm super passionate about. And I think, you know, unfortunately men shy away from talking about mental health a little bit more than women, uh, at least like with each other. And, you know, you, you've built this community of, I mean, women too, but like mostly men, I'd say, how have you been able, like, or if at all, have you been able to, you know, connect with anyone who's maybe been particularly like touched isn't the right word, but you know, resonates with your content, maybe like felt like the fringe guy or something or, and kind of, have you been able to connect with your audience on a more like on a deeper level in any way? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think so. Uh, we, you know, a big part of Friday beers is, letting guys know like it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to, it's it's good to be sensitive it's good to be it's good to go to therapy you know it's uh you don't have to keep it all bottled up yeah you don't have to internalize everything yeah. like which is um uh, you know like i said a big reason i think a lot of guys have come to you know follow us and and be fans of us or, or the content is because like they feel they're like finally like thank god someone's saying this because i've felt this way for a long time and uh we're, we just happen to be in a position to be like the the cheerleaders for it um so it's it's definitely something you know we'll get dms of from guys you know telling us 
our our content gets them through the week and like they don't know what they would do without 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 our jokes which is is awesome like obviously we make jokes to that that's really why i got into comedy because it was always such like a like a, a safety blanket for me i always felt comfortable uh watching funny videos and and that helped, it helped me deal with like a lot of weird emotional turmoil growing up like i would always use comedy as my my safe space my outlet so now that i'm able to make that for other people it's like for me the, one of the most rewarding parts you know like someone goes to our page because they're feeling anxious or uneasy and they just want to escape for a bit and feel better. Yeah. I second that. We probably haven't, it'd be really cool to find a way to interact more one-to-one with people besides in the DMS and on emails and stuff. It's like sort of impersonal. I think that would be like a pretty, that would be a really cool thing to be able to do, but we definitely hear when people reach out and say this, this has helped me, I identify with this and it's helped me like give me, I guess, like a sense of community and uh, in, in difficult times. That's always a very cool thing to, to hear. Yeah. No, I, I mean, with 2 million followers, it's a little, little difficult, <laughs> but I, I'm sure, you know, just by seeing your content, it, it makes people's day and um, makes the weeks a little brighter. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a great part of doing this. I guess, kind of, you know, just going off of that, what advice would you give to someone, particularly a guy who's struggling um, with their mental health and like maybe, you know, doesn't really know how to start that conversation with a friend about, you know, I'm not doing so great. How to start it is, this sounds so trite, but start it. And what I think what we can help what we can help perpetuate is the belief that it's okay to be vulnerable and talk about your feelings and not have to keep everything inside. If there's anything we can do to make that more commonplace and accepted that we will do that because we really want, and we actually just, we did a sketch comedy podcast um, where we did a bunch of sketches. There's this one sketch in particular, it's called judge Julie's courtroom. And it, in, in both versions, we did two of them this season it's about Judge Julie, who's like our main character, Julie. He mediates a dispute between two roommates that are about something like very surface level. Like one is one guy steals the other's protein powder. And the other is one guy calls him for like a elbows violation and beer pong. And they're both the, the sketches all take a turn to turn out like one guy's like struggling with body image and like the other guy's struggling with like some personal like problems with his family. And they use these like really stupid, uh, arguments to like express themselves because that's like how guys that's how guys tend to relate each other it's like we can talk about sports forever or play video games like next to each other but we're never going to be like are you happy with your job yeah that's so true you missed your parents or like how is how are you doing as a human being so everything we do in some level wants to make that feel more okay for guys to do so if there's any any piece of advice to give it's like don't feel like being cool means masking stuff. I think being cool means revealing things. And for, your only way you're going to get closer with other people and the only way you're going to get closer to who you are is by sharing, your, sharing it, it, where I, you're going. I would through. say, like, don't internalize. Like, internalizing is the most destructive thing you can do. Find someone to talk to. Find someone you trust that you can talk to. 
like even if, if you just want to rant or ramble it's good to just say it out loud and have someone else hear it mm. uh versus in the you know if you if it just stays in your own mind then you know it it, it just becomes like an even more exaggerated version of itself and you don't really get anywhere you just end up at set the same spot you started like yeah. you, you need someone else you need out someone someone else's opinion and it's worth trying with your friends like you should be honest with your friends and if they're really pushing back and they're not comfortable speaking with you like that like they may not be the best friends or they may even like do work on themselves and then i'll always point to it's just so, it's so stupid that there's any sort of stigma around anybody going to therapy, yeah. but especially guys going to therapy. Yeah, super super healthy thing to do. It's honestly like it's like an over. hour where you just get to talk. To yeah, it's one. about you, it's about you. Like you make it about you, and you put your your priorities first in a very open, honest forum. Like it's you should look forward to it every week because it's making it's like working out. It's yeah. working out for your emotional and spiritual state of being, and like. People are obsessed with fucking going to the gym and Barry's boot camp. Like, why not just work on your soul for a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I work for a therapy company, so I definitely, <laughs> definitely agree. So what's in store for Friday beers? Like down the line, you said maybe a podcast is happening. Yeah. Well, we we started a, we just actually, the, today was the season finale of, season one of our podcast called welcome to friday Congrats. and that's like sketch comedy podcast yeah thank you listen still on spotify you can listen to it anytime um or we're all podcasts are available and that was the first of uh, a big slate of podcast projects and other type of projects that we have been working on and we're starting to push out so we're going to be releasing another podcast in the next month or so called friday beers podcast we're going to sit down and have beers with like some really interesting people. Like I think people are going to get a kick out of who we speak with. Um, and that will be followed by some other amazing projects in the podcast space that aren't led by us that are just like great collaborators and people we found talking about golf or talking about gambling or girls talking about dating um, girls and guys talking about dating. We have a really great, another great podcast um, that's sort of about how, overcoming like obstacles in your career in your life um that is uh, we're really excited about called rally queen and that is i think a good example of the other type of media that we're getting into like building out the friday beers version of like what is our tiktok presence what is our youtube presence we're working on a couple of like tv projects that are in development right now uh and then hopefully getting more out on the road so we did a bunch of events this summer we're doing probably five or six more in the fall and the winter or just toward that before the end of the year. And yeah, we're just like wanting to bring the brand out to where everybody is. We haven't been able to do it in almost two years because of the ups and downs of the pandemic. And uh, yeah. we're really excited. That's yeah. so awesome. I mean, yeah. you guys are going to get, coming to you're going to Austin. Yeah, we'll be in Austin. Oh, when do you know? Well, definitely for South by right. where we're going to be working on a project and we're, we may be trying to get a uh, just a, a football weekend party there. Well, I'll, I'll try to swing by, but that's so cool. Sure. I, I mean, you're going to get some really cool guests for like the Friday Beers podcast, I bet. We got some good ones lined up and we've already, you know, we've recorded a bunch of them. So uh, I'm excited. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know you can't reveal any, but I feel like there's people who've commented on your posts who who maybe. Yeah, we, a, a few of those. Yeah, a good place to start yeah. is find the comment section. Yeah. That's so crazy. Did you ever right. think that like, like two, let's say like two and a half years ago, would you ever think like you'd be here doing this? I don't think, I don't think, well, listen, there was a reason the, Max the and answer, I were working together. No. <laughs> so, but we, we always, we were doing this for a reason. Like we weren't, we were doing this because we believed we, we believed wanted we, to, we, we could do something like we, this. We believed in, in our comedy yeah. and we believed we had uh, a comedic voice that uh, would, could, could resonate with people and, yeah. We, we never really thought about like where that would lead us. Uh, honestly, we, Jack and I just really want to write, you know, the next, it's always sunny in Philadelphia or the, the next, uh, you know, great, uh, Abitowian movie. Like, Abitowian. <laughs> but, um, it, it is it's pretty, pretty, surreal. pretty cool to, you know, meet some of these creators or, or people that you've always admired. And, and now you're kind of, uh, they're, they're collaborators. Yeah. Uh, I feel so like it's, it's a true testament to like hard work pays off. It, it is for sure. I mean, uh, it's, it's a, it was a lot of hard work and it still it is, is a, a ton of hard work. Yeah. I mean, uh, th- this is by far like the hardest Jack, Job. I have, Jack and I have ever worked in our lives. Yeah, it's hard. Um, but it speaks to that persistence as well. Like if you're wondering if you want to like achieve something, Max has a really good attitude about it. It's just like, just go do it. Like, mm-hmm. don't wait for anyone's permission to do it. Doesn't matter if it's not like perfect or, you know, it's a very rough product. Like you got to put action out into the world to create reaction. And that I'm a firm believer in that. Like you can sit around and just like wish, wish you could be doing something else. If, but you have an inclination that you want to try something, just like go try it. There's no reason not to. Like Max and I were trying stuff for years and yeah. getting a lot if, of like if, no's if we, and no, I don't care. And then if I if I had listened to like the re, the rational, reasonable people in my life kind of tell me when I should have stopped, I would have stopped comedy like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> if I, kind of like that. If you really have a passion for something, um, you just gotta be your you gotta be your own biggest fan sometimes and just uh, always uh, persevere despite any failures or, you know, setbacks, like just, just keep going. Absolutely. So I always wrap up the podcast with a couple of questions, somewhat unrelated to the previous conversation, but um, they're good. They go deep. So <laughs> the first question <laughs> is what's one thing in your life that's happened to you. That's made you a stronger person today. Whoever wants to start. Uh, um, I can do a couple of directions with this. Uh, I'll say one thing for sure. I was rejected from a college that I was sure I wanted to go to when I was 18. And I go, there's one thing that I was like, I had my mindset on it. It was like, this is it or nothing else. And not getting, and it seemed like you're 18. So you think that everything is do or die at the time. That, and I'll, this will, I'll do part and parcel to another story. That uh, that turned out to be the best thing that ever happened. Like, pr- turning me in a totally, not a totally different direction, but like a direction that has like 
really enhanced my life in all ways. And I couldn't imagine having done it another way. And by the way, I think if I'd gone to that college, my, my life still would have been great too. But I use it as a metaphor to say like, when things that seem disastrous happen, they are not, and in the moment, they are not disastrous if you can take a step back and look at the full context of your life and your experience, which is all about the journey. Yeah. So like whenever I tell someone who's like going through an extreme like professional disappointment, maybe even a personal disappointment, I just say like, you got to have perspective and like you will persevere through this and become a stronger, better, more interesting person for it. That was something that was that was really big for me to happen. Now, uh, before I tell my Max, you can go too. Um, you know, I, uh, trying to think, I have a couple moments that I'm thinking of, I would say, and this is like super cliche, but when I was a sophomore in college, that's when our, our parents split up and it was kind of like, you know, we, we had a really normal, nice childhood. And, uh, that moment was like the, the first time. I kind of just like looked at the world like a little differently and like some of the more unfortunate realities that exist. And, and uh, it was emotionally like, yeah, pretty weird and, and uh, confusing time. And I had to go through a lot of like soul searching and introspection to kind of get out of that funk. And, but once I was like, once I came out the other side, it was, you know, I was just a much more, I much, felt much wiser and, more uh capable to handle like the the ebb and flows of life uh so that was you know i think that what on paper is like a really shitty thing actually led to a lot of like great emotional and, and spiritual growth that you know i still maintain today yeah yeah definitely yeah i uh i, I won't even get into more specifics but because this will be applied widely to many people the piece of advice I think I've learned from a lot of things happening to me is uncomfortable experiences make you better. And you should seek, you should seek new uncomfortable things all the time. Go outside of this little zone where you feel protected and go find new things where you feel a little bit vulnerable. Like th those are the experiences that make you, if you don't have any of those, you should be made to have them, frankly, as I, I feel that's like the key to growth in my mind. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think people, whenever COVID eventually, eventually ends, will look back and and hopefully see you know growth in themselves at a time when it, which still seems like so weird to be in right now. But um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people like I actually started the podcast before COVID, but you know, there's <laughs> been a lot of that's changed my life just while I've been in a, in this global pandemic. And I think, yeah. I imagine a lot of others will look back and kind of see what they, they've learned from it. For sure. Perspective. I wish we could have, we could have total like hindsight and, and moments like that. Like I, you get so absorbed in the present that you can never see beyond it sometimes. And I think you're right. This pandemic will do that for a lot of people. Yeah. Do you have a favorite quote or a mantra that you live by? Mm. Uh, I do. I'll tell you a, a funny thing. I had uh, one quote hanging on my wall when I was in high school because I was like so psychotic about like wanting to get good grades and things like that. It was a Muhammad Ali quote, and it was never like wanted to stop doing 
like homework or whatever, uh, I would look up at it. I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. <laughs> that, is, that is not a quote that I would recommend sharing for people who are trying to develop healthier habits, but it was a quote I had in um, my room. So actually, wow, so were you a really group. intense child? <laughs> yeah, I was pretty intense. Uh, <laughs> I have a quote from the movie Jerry Maguire that I wrote down that I watched it recently that I really, really loved. Uh, let me read it to you. I can give my quote. Give your quote, yeah. <laughs> well, I have, I have two quotes. There you go. Right, I'll read this right now. So Jerry Maguire is like sort of tentpole by his, his mentor, Dickie Fox, like the best sports manager in the world or sports agent in the world. And so he comes up and has these random bits throughout the movie. And at the end, he says, I don't have all the answers. I failed as much as I've succeeded, but I love my wife. I love my life. And I wish you my kind of success. Oh, I like that. I loved that when I heard it. I was like, dude, that, that really stuck, stuck me. There's like one Jerry Maguire quote that everyone says, but I can't even think of it. I've never seen it. Yeah, you got me the money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> also a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the quote I live by. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I said, uh, control what you can is like, that is my mantra. Uh, I have like horrible anxiety and a lot of it is because I worry about things that I can't control and like that are just totally, you know, out of my, out of my range. So whenever I need to like kind of just center myself, I just think like control, what, what can I do? Like what am, what am I capable of doing right now to improve the situation or, or whatever it may be like, what, what can I be responsible for? And that really helps to kind of ground me in moments of confusion and angst or whatever. Um, the, the other quote is, is more aligned with Jack's first quote and speaks to what we were talking about earlier about um, we're like working hard and it's a, it's a Lamar Jackson quote and it's just, no one cares, work harder. Like at the end of the day, no one gives a fuck like about yeah. what you're doing. So like, work your ass off because no one no one's going to you know be there to uh give you the pep talk or patch on the back all the time like you gotta just no one cares work harder i'm not sure that's as productive (laughs) no i I get the i get the sentiment wait when are each of your birthdays january 29th my birthday uh september 3rd september 3rd yeah so recent okay yeah, just turned thirty. Yeah. So Virgo and and uh, I don't Aquarius. No, Aquarius. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm a Virgo too. All right. Do, do I do I uh, seem like a Virgo? Based off of that quote, yeah, <laughs> and the anxiety, <laughs> and the I don't really know much. I mean, but you guys seem really similar, so I don't know. I honestly don't know that much about astrology. I just I think it's interesting. But yeah, I get Virgo vibes from both of you with the like work hard, you know, um, mentalities. Yeah. Next question is, what do you love most about yourselves? Uh, Ooh, ourselves. My my jump shot. Uh, (laughs) Something like. I. uh, I'll I'll go first. I I uh, not much. My, my self-awareness, I think, is, like, my strongest 
aspect, you know, personality trait. I, I, uh, you know, I have no, I'm not delusional about like who I am as a person. Like I, I'm very in touch with kind of like who I am, who I can be and like who I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and I, I really don't try to be any, anything else. Like I, I know what I, what I, you know, incapable of or, or what I uh, am passionate about or uh, who I like, who I don't like. And, and uh, I know like the people I want in my life. So I have a, very self-aware in that sense and I, and I think that's that's probably um benefited benefited me the most in life yeah maybe it's a virgo thing because i'd say the same for me Virgos, baby team virgo <laughs> let's go um i uh, i think i'm just a really good friend like very empathetic friend i love i feel fortunate to have so many close friends that i depend on and who i like to think come to me to depend on me so that's made this brought me so much happiness in life it's like just having people around me who i share amazing experiences with and feel close to emotionally i think i think it's a skill to be a good friend and i think i'm a good friend yeah no i'd agree i mean you need to be selfless and compassionate and kind so um great great answers uh and last question which is the name of the podcast is how do you find solace in the city so that could be like LA metaphoric city what solace means yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna ask. I uh for I, I, okay you got for it. me it's, for me it's it's comedy it's always been comedy um i Sam, Sam's the same way as me. We every night we have to fall asleep either watching Arrested Development, The Office, or It's Always Sunny. Uh, there's, you know, it's like a just this this warm blanket that helps just help make me feel good. Uh, in high school, like I would watch Good Neighbor stuff and Kyle Mooney every night uh, it, when I was you know confused and know felt bullied or whatever felt out of place or uncomfortable like comedy has always been my solace in the city love that i used to watch old kyle mooney with like when he was like passing the blunt around that's good that's good that's good neighbor stuff yeah that's 420 yeah the best youtubes ever 420 i love we dude (laughs) oh the real ones no (laughs) yeah it's a great one uh it's kind of same answer for me like that I said last time, like my, my, the people around me are like my solace. Like I'm, uh, I'm about to get married next weekend. So like my fiance is like oh my, my solace. Like, Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, like the friends who are around me, like my brothers who I work with and around me, like I feel comfort from being around people who I love and love me. And I, when I, I lived in New York for the longest time, that was what I was what I enjoyed so much about it was the proximity I had to everybody. Yeah. I, I would walk around my neighborhood and had three good friends who lived, like lived around me and just, just meet up for a quick bite or a drink. And like those, they, they just brightened my day. Like it really did. Like I tell this to all my friends, like the smallest moment I have with you, whether it's a text message or like talking to you in person, like they add up. And I, they, they, that's currency for me, like the good moments you have with your friends. Definitely. Well, thank you both so much for coming on the podcast. You yeah, are for as awesome as like I expected, but 
where, <laughs> where can everyone follow you? Um, you know, listen to your podcast, just keep up with everything that you guys are doing. Everything Friday beers at Friday beers on Instagram is the jumping off point for most things right now. So yeah, check it out. And we will have so much more launching off of that, including well, we're having, we have, we're having our website launched in like the next month too. We'll have all of our projects on it. Just Google Friday beers or type in Friday beers to Instagram and you'll find us. Awesome. And well, check out welcome to Friday pod on Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast too. Definitely. Well, thanks again. And bye everyone. Yeah. Thanks, Ellie.